widespread violence, major problems with the electoral rolls and access to voting and inadequate security has marred the 2022 PNG general elections. It's a sorry situation for the Melanesian nation with over two dozen people confirmed dead and fears that the death toll could be much higher as polling ends and counting ramps up across the country. Experts and independent observers are calling the situation in the worst affected electorates disturbing and inhumane. PNG think tank group chief executive Samson Komati says his country is under siege and the worst is yet to come with more elections and political disruption on the horizon. He spoke to RNZ Pacific's regional correspondent Kelvin Anthony. Kelvin, the elections here is, is the worst elections ever in the history of our country since 1975 years. What has happened is the commission was not funded. The biggest problem is they were not funded in time to prepare the common role. So we used the 2017 common role for the elections. So lots of people missed out in actual voting. Secondly, what happened is almost 60-70% of voting was not done by the people, especially in the islands. The voting was you know, ticked off by supporters of candidates. They pull the papers and then they just tick it for the people. So that people just stand up only at the voting time, only to observe. And so they mark the papers for the candidates. And that that's not really good for democracy. People didn't stand in line to cast their votes. Uh, supporters, key supporters, especially males, men, they pulled, pulled the paper off of the ballot boxes and then they cut all of them for their candidate, preferred candidate, and then put them back into the boxes and then took them to the counting room for counting. This is a very prevalent throughout the island region. And then the amount of violence that has happened in this election defeats all other elections. And the violence has just started and it, it will uh, continue because what happens in PNG is that after the counting and the declarations, that's when uh, candidates know the people who they voted or did not vote. And they w- wasted a lot of resources. So the anger and the pain of loss kicks in that time. And that's when, you know, supporters take it to the ends and create more violence. By end of the counting declarations, you will see a lot of violence nationwide, especially in the islands, islands community, in the in- inland of the country, where it's very tense here. Yeah. So how does this situation get better? We have close to 10 million people. We, we have never had a population census for the last 10 years or so. We don't actually know our population to begin with. So we just estimate that our population is 10 million. And the police force is less than 10,000 in this country. To spread out the 10,000 police force into 22 provinces and 118, including the seven new districts that the parliament created, it's too thin. You look at about 100 or 200 policemen to, to every province and then to districts. The population has grown out of end. And the idle population, there's no investment in this country. The idle young people that have come out from the or dropped out of the grade 6, grade 8, grade 10, grade 12 is so massive. 80% of the young people dropped out of the schooling system. So they are idle. There's no job created by the government, past and present. It's a time bomb in this country. And when idle people have nothing to do, you look at elections, is the time it triggers them to cause trouble and violence and mischief. So that's exactly what's happening. Uh, we strongly feel that the police force, the numbers has, uh, has to be grown up 500,000. Even the military is around 6,000, 6,000, 7,000. It cannot contain any volatile situation in this country, especially when it happens concurrently, like it happens in Mosby, Lake, Kuroka. If violence happens, breaks out in five or four provinces, the nation will shut down immediately. And with the power of social media, people can read and see what, what violence is happening in Mosby. They can have the chain reaction in Lay, in Nagan, and then you have a nation that's under siege from violence, and, and that's very, very likely. We just need a military presence all over the nation. Total of 
police and military in this country, maybe less than 20,000. That's insufficient to contain any form of strategic violence, opportunistic violence happening. You sound very depleted. Seems like the situation in PNG has really got to you. So what is the next few weeks looking like? Next three more weeks is counting and declarations. So the lobbying is intense. The picking up the winning candidates, bringing into the camps. There's basically two camps. One is a camp led by PNC and Peter O'Neill and some smaller parties. And then the other camp is led by James Marabi and Wibek, where all the winning candidates from Pangu, they are congregating there as a political camp to lobby for more numbers. That is uh, continuing now. When the declarations is done, candidates are being picked up and they choose which team to join. So right now, the Pangu is leading with numbers, I think, seven, and PNC is six members. So they, they're almost neck to neck. For the formation of government, I think they invite the governor general only to the party, invite the party that has the highest number of winning candidates that are obviously endorsed during the elections by the, that particular party. Now, you've said that almost 70% of people haven't been able to actually vote. It's, it, it's the supporters of the party who, who are voting for their own candidates. How does that justify uh, you know, the 2022 elections being free and fair and the will of the people? 22 elections, as I said, is the worst elections in the history of our country. As I can remember, I've voted in about uh, five, five elections, five general elections. I've voted myself and I've been heavily involved in politics as a uh, you know, political aid to the prime minister, former prime minister, uh, deputy prime minister, opposition leader. I've been working with them for 25 years. Uh, I know the elections very well. This one is the, the worst one. Our people's will are not represented through the ballot. Most elections in the islands, I think it's failed because people never voted. The papers were marked by idiots whom they wanted and that's it. And then they closed it off and took it to the counting room and just declared it. This is a constantly developing story, so for our latest on the Papua New Guinea elections, please head on over to the RNZ Pacific website at rnzi.com.